Welcome aboard Salt Force One, a podcast where we talk all things Navy, military, and other global happenings. I am your Commander-in-Chief, Frank. I'm the Salty Millennial, also known as Jimmy. And we are back from our respective deserts. Yeah. Where we yeah. did the exact you, same things. You got the uh, the better end of that deal, I think. Yeah, it was glorious. Have we talked? Have we been on since we've been back? We haven't. No, no. no okay. I've been. I've barely been able to function since I've been back from Vegas. Like that's not even a joke. My sleep schedule's all fucked up. What? My, what my poo uh, schedule's all fucked up. Why are you not able to function? What did you do? I just not a lot of sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so you were a perfect gentleman while you were out there. I was, but uh, you know some of these other some of those wells. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Especially the the, the naval officer. Uh, it wasn't me. It uh, wasn't you. No, no. Yeah, yeah, not this time. It was a uh, submariner. Yep. Yeah, you can't you can't trust those bubbleheads. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. But uh, I'm sure he enjoyed himself. Nowadays, I think he's a he's a staffer type too. He, yeah, it's hard to get anything out of him. Like he's he anyone in the government listening, uh, like Justin Osborne needs to be an <laughs> intelligence officer. Like he might be. He might. I swear to God, he might be. Like yeah. I don't know. He like he might actually be working for the CIA. Uh, it's it's totally possible. Um, it's also possible that he's a spy, and we don't know it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Fuck it. He's definitely a spy. <laughs> <laughs> we you've watched the Americans, right? I've, I've watched uh, some of the first season. Yeah, it could be a, one of those long, long plays. You know, could be like his parents were actually spies, and maybe. Yeah, you never his, know. His sister's married to a foreigner, huh? Oh, see, they're there foreign contacts. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so uh, if we're, we're we're destroying his chances at a security clearance, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe these aren't great recommendations, but I swear to God, it's hard to get information out of that guy. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. Probably, but not when you're just like, hey, buddy, how you doing? (laughs) Well, uh, you know, he had a good... I I heard about his uh, disguise with the rhinestone (laughs) cowboy hat. Yeah, so... um, You know, that's uh, one way to throw everybody off. Yeah, just to, I guess, tell the story. (laughs) So he's like, hey, man, I'll pick you up from the airport. I was like, oh, cool. So when I land, I'm like, oh, you got a car? He's like, no. I was like, well, just screw it, man. I'll I'll Uber and I'll I'll put my stuff up and we'll meet up at the bar or something. So he goes, hey, I'll bring you a beer while you're checking in. I was like, oh, all right. And the line was really long, like an amusement park, and so it took forever. So I'm walking to, to get a beverage at the little store next to the check-in when I'm done, and he gets, I get this call. He's like, where are you? I'm like, where are you? He's like, I'm right by check-in. I turn, and I see this guy in like black jeans, black shirt, black cowboy hat. I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't notice you in your stupid hat. Because <laughs> like, this dude, that's not how this dude dressed ever. And so he, we're, he's like, all right, well, here's your beer, Bud Light Lime. I'm like, great. And uh, so we're walking through the place to get to the elevators because it's a damn pyramid place so every like the elevators are complicated was it the, the luxor yeah, it was yeah. Luxor. i've actually stayed there okay eons ago my their room is much better than my room my room i have complaints but <laughs> so anyway we're walking up and i see on his forearm he's got this like geometric dragon tattoo okay and i was like oh dragon tattoo that's pretty cool my kid would love that and he's like oh yeah he's like did the mood not tell you i was like well ah, tell me what he's like how how this all came together. He's like, we, we always play, we get together and play Dungeons and Dragons online. I was like, okay. oh, okay. And You're like rolling with it. Yeah, she's like, all right. I was like, so is that where the other guy's from? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he plays with us too. He's like, I'm a, I'm a grand dragon. I was like, oh. I was like, isn't that a clan title? And he's like, yeah, yeah no, it's just D&D. I was like, oh, okay. I think, yeah, I swear stop being so prejudiced, right? I think he kept saying D&J too. I was like, D&J? I was like, is that Dungeons and, and Justin? And, uh. Anyway, he doesn't even know the acronym. <laughs> and so uh, 
So we're walking up with his, and he's sticking to it. I was like, well, you know, on the Samsung TVs, I've got these internet channels, and people play Dungeons and Dragons. You can watch celebrities play Dungeons and Dragons. This is a wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. You can, it's like a, a spectator sport now? Well, I think they, I think Sci Fi Channel actually does it with celebrities, but like people play board games on internet videos, you know, like really? on Twitch or whatever. Oh, okay. So I've seen like the YouTube's version. Well, yeah. no, I, no, actually, I've seen the esports. Right. So, People do the esports kind of thing, but they do it with table games too. I didn't know that. Yeah, I I've learned that through this TV. Okay. Um, so was he trying to tell you that he was? Well, I told. Were... I was just like, well, so I do see that this is a thing. Like people do this, and he's like, yeah. I was like, is there any way to compete like with other teams? Because I know you, you make a story. Is there, any, of... is there any money in this? You're like, I want to join in. Well, I was just like, I you gotta like make up a story or something like that, right? He's like, yep, yep, yep. And he's I forget the word, but uh, dungeon master. Yeah, yeah. And so. Uh, so I was like, all right. And I was like, all right, well, I need to, uh, you know, expel some some waste I've carried from Florida. And he's like, all right, well, I'll meet you at the restaurant later. I was like, okay. And so, I was, you know, I was even texting. I was like, apparently, all of my friends that I'm meeting up with here and this stranger I don't know, they're really into Dungeons and Dragons. There could be a lot worse things. It I could mean, they could be. have been like, we really got into Scientology. But <laughs> yes, that would be much worse. <laughs> but like, you know, Justin was just kind of a khaki shorts and the, you know, polo kind of guy. And that's, you know, just whatever. Like, not even all that many t shirts, just kind of like polo shirt, khaki shorts, flip flops, you know, Florida. He liked uh-huh. to tinker with stuff. But I was just like, now he's wearing a cowboy hat and he's got a dragon, like a black shirt that's got a big dragon on it. And, and the cowboy hat had rhinestones in it. Oh, right? yeah. It was a bedazzled hat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're, you know, he's. He's going for it. Yeah, he's going for it. And so when uh, we meet up at the restaurant, uh, you know, after I get all my stuff unloaded, uh, he just shows up looking like himself. And I was like, oh, man, I made him feel bad. He's embarrassed, you know. And so finally, I was like, did you believe any of that? I'm like, are you just, you're just embarrassed, right? You're just too embarrassed to admit it's real. He's like, no, no. And so sure enough, he just was playing me the whole fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) And so we were walking through the Luxor later. And there's this store that had all these crystal balls and shit. And he's just like, that's where I got my dragon shirt and my hat. And then there's this little fake tattoo place. Like, that's where I got my tattoos. <laughs> just, that's funny. Yeah. But, so then the, the cowboy hat ended up be like kind of working in his favor. Yeah. So that was, Well, I guess it didn't... I don't know. Depends on, on how you view it. I mean, he won $600 on a slot machine. Well, there you go. But uh, the yeah, so later on when we went like out... and We went down to Fremont, you know, and there's this casino called The D, which is... Uh, it's a fun casino. It's... Lower limits, um, though they're kind of inching up now that it's getting more popular. But one of the funny things is, you know, the dealers always kind of rotate. They'll stand over here, they'll go over this other game. They're, they're constantly moving, you know? Yeah. Well, the D, most of the dealers are, like, girls kind of dressed like dancing girls. Like, not like strippers, but, like, I don't know, like go-go. Like a Vegas dancing... Like a go-go girl kind of thing that okay. you might see dancing in front of a club somewhere. Okay. And so they rotate from, like, being the, you know, working the roulette wheel, and then, like, 15 minutes later, they might be standing up on a platform in between tables dancing, and, like... that That's it, a lot of work. It is a lot of work. That and seems it, like, you know, to be a dealer... You have to have good good dealing skills. You know, have to be kind of savvy with your hands. Yeah. And you have to be pretty quick on your feet. And so, like, they only they they. I guess pro- those are good skills for dancing. dancing too. Yeah, I mean, so they primarily employ like attractive women, I guess, who dance. But like, but they have a lot of dance platforms. They're like in between every table. But that's like a that's a that's a hard job. Because yeah. just being a, de- a biggest dealer in and of itself. Yeah. Seems like not the easiest job. Yeah. Now you got to do it with like. And then, oh, by the way, when you're on your break, go dance on a platform. Ain't no break. No breaks. Yeah. So, uh, hey, but, well, more power to him. But we get there, and so we convinced him to wear the cowboy hat out. And so he had a black uh, sports coat, so it, it worked, you know. But, yeah, people would walk up, 
And because me and him went off because Mudit and his buddy were playing roulette. And so we were just dicking around on slot machines. You know, like the most fun is when you don't care and you just like, you know, hit a button a couple times. If you win, you just go somewhere else and you just bounce around with somebody acting like an asshole. And so we were doing that. Uh, but we talked to a couple people along the way and everybody, everybody just assumed Justin was the baddest motherfucker in there. They go up to him like we we're talking to some dude at the bar. He was from Detroit. Apparently that's what the D stands for. It's Detroit. And he was an uh, old timer that uh, moved to Vegas a while ago. But he would not even engage me in conversation. Like anytime I said something, he would respond to Justin. It was just like Justin is obviously the high roller. Look at the hat. He's got the hat. He's in charge. This is Vegas. People can wear those hats if they're in charge. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't imagine anybody else wearing a, a rhinestone bedazzled I mean, hat. It wasn't heavily bedazzled, but it definitely had some. Fl- I had like a. Like a pearl kind of circle. It on had the front. some flair. It had some flair. So I mean, I I think that's that goes yeah part and parcel with with a high roller. No, somebody, no. somebody with a lot of confidence, or you know, they can they can back it up. It was amazing because like Justin wasn't even walking around like the cock of the walk. He was just I mean, walking. I I wouldn't I wouldn't wear it. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, you spend a couple hours watching people interact with Justin. It was like, give me that hat. Yeah, <laughs> so I put the hat on for a couple minutes and then moved it. Took the hat on adventures as well and so we'll we'll have to save that story for another time okay so what are we going to talk about today well uh let's see i want to start with the mccain stuff the mccain stuff yeah okay the uss john s mccain named after john sydney mccain right middle name sydney uh i don't know but it's named actually for three of the mccains uh it used to be named for his uh father and grandfather Huh. And then when he died very recently, um, they announced that it, it he, he would be included in the namesake. I'll be damned. Yeah, John Sidney Slew McCain Sr. Yep. Huh. So the the USS John S. McCain is named is named for the late senator um, that passed away last year. I did not realize John McCain came from a line of naval John McCains. Oh yeah, 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 uh, admiral's son. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's an he's an admiral's son. Um, I don't think he's a senator's son. I think I think he's the first senator in the in the bunch. Yeah, but they all they were at least his father was an admiral. His, yeah, I'm looking up his grandfather now. His, his, yeah, his father was an admiral. Old Slew here, which is a great nickname. Yeah. Uh, also an admiral, so he's a son and a grandson of an admiral. S- son of a son of a sailor. Hey, all right. So, um, so he, so, so President Trump had every right to be pissed off by looking at the ship because it is named after McCain. He can't stand McCain, well, so get it out of my sight. Well, okay. Well, and, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Well, yeah, and so like that's the story that, as I have heard it, he was going to give a speech, and he said, and the story is, yeah. Get, so uh, cover uh, that shit up. Uh, half of our listeners' heads just exploded because I paraphrased that so badly, but. The the White House military office, so they kind of organize, like, visits from the White House, the vice president, the president, the first lady, with military groups. So, like, this is a, a speaking engagement at a naval base in Japan. Okay. So the White House military office gets involved. Some staffer somewhere, I'm not really even clear where because they, they didn't identify who it was, but within the administration. Okay. Made the request that the, the USS McCain should be out of sight. And it's in writing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I guess they did like a little advance trip, and then they saw it, and somebody said, "Oh, that's not a good idea." I, mean, I don't know why. I, I, I don't know. There's not, it's a lot of speculation out there as to why the request was made. This is where I would go. Okay. Why I think. I mean, just playing politics, which is you know 
coming from the White House, they're all, you know, you got to play politics. It's, um, if you take, if you, I mean, no matter what you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. But, like, no matter what happens with Trump, people jump on them, right? Sure. And so, if they got a backdrop where it's like, there's Trump talking to, to these sailors and everything, and then behind them is just the name John McCain yeah. looming over them. On a warship. On a warship. Yeah, they're going to be like, yeah. look at this schmuck. John McCain was so Compared great. to this majestic, yeah. you know, war machine. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't mention any of the elder McCain's. It would have been about the deceased senator. It'd be all about all the shit that he said about Trump and all the stuff yeah. Trump said about him. And it would be, I mean, it would all get recycled. That's probably the best explanation I've heard. Okay. I mean, I've also heard <laughs> things like, ooh, we, we don't want to raise his ire, draw his ire. You know, yeah. We're, we, we don't want him to say something crazy or, you know, this was Memorial Day. So we we don't want him to say something off the cuff about McCain, but these are all, it's all speculation. Yeah, it nobody is, nobody knows why the request was made, but the request was made uh, in writing uh, directly to Seventh Fleet, so to the Navy. Okay, um, we know. So so the Wall Street Journal broke the story with the the emails that they had. Okay. Um, I don't know if they had a lot, but they only released the one that showed that it was actually the request was made. And then they had the picture of the ship with the, a tarp over the banner on the uh, gangway where you where you display the ship's name, uh-huh. and there was a tarp covering it. So okay. that's the lead on the story, and it looks really bad. And then there's uh, anecdotes about sailors being uh, from the McCain with McCain ball caps. So it says McCain on the right. hat. Um, not allowed to show. Not allowed to go to the event where the Trump, where President Trump was speaking. Um, there was talk about the, uh, a barge being moved to cover the ship, uh-huh. uh, be trying the ship being moved itself, but it was under some, uh, it's, it's significant repairs that wasn't feasible. And the McCain is one of the ships that got into a wreck, right? Yes. Okay. But it's, uh, it, yeah, I don't even think it's back in service. I mean, it's commissioned, so, yeah, yeah. but like, I don't think it's operational. Uh, so it wasn't, um, it wasn't feasible to move the ship. Yeah. But lots of speculation. I think some of that was actually in the article, which worked against the Wall Street Journal because a lot of that was disproven. Hmm. Um, or I would just say disproven. It was uh, refuted pretty strongly right. by the Navy, by uh, Chinfo, who is a, a new character now. So, who does? Yeah. Um, chief of Information, the Navy Chief of Information, um, has a Twitter account that's been dormant for like five years. They just has, haven't been used. They've been relying on the pentagon press secretary with the whole chuckle steps um, to the plate and yeah admiral charles brown steps in and uh, the first nice tweet in five years is refuting the the allegation that the that any attempt was made to to hide the mccain oh okay so it's it like it was a very strong statement like boom right there we did not attempt to to hide this ship um and then there was some spin but i mean uh, he hasn't been proven wrong yeah i mean so um the tarp was related to maintenance, apparently. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll say I'm not familiar with that practice. Some people say they are of putting the, a tarp over the banner. I mean... Were they painting the ship at all? But why... But you're... The, the gangway's not part of the ship. I mean, you're several feet from the ship. Oh. Uh, you're doing some, some grinding or, or sanding that's causing sparks to fly, that maybe some dirt or dust is going to get on the banner, but you just wipe it off. Uh, I mean, I, I you know you're essentially yeah. covering a tarp with a tarp. So so the name's I'm a not little, painted on. It's a tarp. It's a, it's a banner. It's like a, a little um, tarp material yeah. style banner that you strap to the the um, the oh, ramp walkway. that you the gangway that you uh-huh. connect the pier to the ship. Um, 
you know, it was a, so. But I'm not saying. Look, I mean, I mean, maybe they were concerned about it catching on fire. That was so, a pain hey, in the ass. You put a tarp, put a tarp over it. It's reasonable enough. Yeah. Fine. I mean, because if they were grinding shit and sparks were flying, I yeah. mean, I could see so like they're doing maintenance. And by the way, it was taken off during the visit, so it was oh. not covered during the visit. Oh, okay. Well, uh, who gives a shit if it was covered? At well, any point? because some people are saying that because ultimately it came down to the the admiral in the uh, in charge of the seventh fleet, the seventh fleet commander. Um, kind of important fella. He's the one that said no to the request. Okay. So it's, that's reasonable too. Yeah. But uh, I've heard one, but read one uh, account that said that he got to the the piers, you know, the naval base, and was looking around and saw the McCain with the tarp on it, and he was like, "No, that's not happening. I'm okay. Not doing that." Well, I mean, which one is it, right? Because is it covered due to maintenance? Or is it cover? Was it did somebody actually tell them yeah. to cover it? Well, who who knows? I mean, but he's like, okay, even if it is maintenance, I don't want it covered. Had probably the, not. It's Memorial Day. You don't need to be doing maintenance on Memorial Day. A lot yeah. of the a lot of the sailors are on leave anyway. Yeah, leave. Yeah. So and it could have been something left over. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was um, there may have been a barge at some point, but it's maintenance related. You know, so there's there's no evidence to show that the Navy made any attempt to hide the ship. And also, I don't think anything's been substantiated with the sailors being turned away because of their ball caps. Before the... Oh, good. That's... Because that's one of those things. That would just not be right. Um, yeah. So, no no, no no, order or request was ever ever made it to the ship itself. It stopped at the at the fleet commander. And he would have been the one to say, okay, I'm going to tell the ship. It's my ship. I'll okay. tell it what to do. And he said, no, I'm not doing that. Okay. So, very good, right? Because that's been my whole thing from the beginning. I wrote about it. Is the Navy's aspect of it? I could really care less. I mean, it's there's of the request itself. I mean, it's kind of shitty. Well, I don't like it. It's shitty, but Washington D.C. is just full of weasels. I don't care which party yeah, they're yeah, in. Yeah, I'm not too surprised by it. Yeah, but that's that's something that really hits your pride, right? If you're right. if you're saying, you know, I don't 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 let me see this ship. Get it out of my face. Right. And and if you as an organization are like, okay, and just kind of tuck your tail oh, and walk yeah, away and, and just acquiesce, well, then there's some problems there. Yeah. But it sounds like. The first real decision maker in the process, because I mean, it's not like the like a lieutenant commander that gets a request from the White House is right. going to say no. Right. I mean, you could, what you do is you go recommend to your boss, hey, we shouldn't say yes to this. Yeah. And it sounds like that's what happened. So a lot of good things came out of this. Um, the president uh, said, hey, he he obviously got wind of the scandal, right, and was like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care if there's a if he has his name on a boat. He called it a boat, by the way. <laughs> yeah. so you, you, you love that. Stable um, genius. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's, he's pretty much above it. It's, he's like, I don't, I don't know. It's like somebody in my my staff made a request. Ah, uh, they were well meaning, and he used the phrase well meaning. That kind of sucks. I didn't think it was well meaning. I don't know how you say it's well meaning. It's but. it's a different. You know, there's the there's the. There's doing the job, and then there's the reality of the game, yeah. and like it's unfortunate that. You know the game is afoot, and like with, but why? But why are we politicizing the ship? The sailors have nothing to do with McCain. No, I, I understand that, and and I hope that no one ever requested that they not show up. That would be ridiculous. But like you know, like I said, the, no matter. I mean, think about think about everything, anything that ever happens. Trump opens his mouth, and they're, it's a scandal. And like I'm not sitting here. Like I'm not someone that voted for Trump. I didn't uh, vote for Hillary either. I voted third party libertarian. Woo! Uh, but like Gary Johnson, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who do we have this round? Probably him again. All right. Uh, nah. <laughs> you know, this guy, Austin Peterson, was really good. What but he... is Aleppo? <laughs> oh, God, I know. That doesn't sound that bad anymore, though. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, yeah. yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't want Gary Johnson. I just didn't know what to do. Anyway, yeah. but, uh, so, you know, I'm not, like, I'm not super Trump man here, but, like, anything the dude does, like, the number of scandals that come out that oh, are non-stories, yeah. Yeah. it's... it's it's constant. It's just constant. So well, I can see yeah. people on the ground just being like, Jesus Christ, this is going to be a problem. Like, do we really, we have to have the goddamn McCain? The McCain? Yeah. Like, his dying wish yeah. was that Trump wasn't allowed at his funeral, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a story. It's going to continue to be a story. Right. You know, it just kind of sucks that they they have to take it to that level of, of involving the sailors and the ship that, yeah, it's his namesake. They don't really, you know, there's going to be plenty of people on that ship that have political views that are 180 out from McCain. They're oh, not, yeah. they're not, they're not allegiant to McCain. No, I agree. They're, they're allegiant to their oath yeah. to the constitution, but they're not, so don't, don't politicize them. I and mean, I'm not talking about Trump, I'm talking about the guy that made the request. I know. And then there's, uh, was it Mick Mulvaney? Um, I think it's his, his chief of staff. Okay. Um, he made a comment about it, and he said, "You know, it's not an unreasonable request." Okay. You know, so they're just downplaying. It's like, ah, it is unreasonable. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's not surprising. It's but it's unreasonable, and it's and you know the answer is no. I mean, I can understand if you're like, uh, you know, I would prefer this backdrop of ships. You know, like, and I I'd prefer yeah. it, like let's angle it this way or whatever. I mean, it's it's a big ship. You shouldn't just fucking move it around for photo ops. But quite frankly, when you're when you're in government at that high of a level, or even in you know a Fortune 500 company, being the the president of one of those, like you employ people purely to like manage optics and shit. Oh like, yeah, I mean Same. think about Hollywood. I mean Hollywood does it all the time. Like that's why you have your uh, your uh, publicist. I mean your publicist is purely there to make things go away. It's like yeah, you know sometimes you're a famous actor. Uh, and you like to pay women to shit on a glass table while you sit under it. And so that's what your publicist is there to make sure that no one finds out about that. Somebody's publicist failed, though, because that sounds familiar. Well, what ha- yeah, that's because uh, Kevin Smith uh, got to talk to all the publicists, and suddenly he knows all... He doesn't share the names, but he'll share the stories. Oh, I was going to say Eddie Murphy. Um, no, that's, that's nah. sleeping with a transvestite. He's, oh, yeah, yeah. But he said that... And probably uh, a million other stories. I mean, it probably. could be him. No, because the way he said it, it was somebody regarded as one of the best actors of our time. Oh. And he, he also said there was a story about there's some muscle-bound hunk that probably all these teenage girls and their moms would dream about. But he's into the fellas, which made me think at that time that he wrote it, Vin Diesel. That's my guess. Wow. That's, yeah. is, this, is this slander? No. Is this libel? My guess. It's a guess. We're just guessing. Yeah, I can okay. guess. All right. So yeah, I, would, I was going to, uh, one thing I was going to say about the whole politicizing the yeah. Navy is that the, that's... A theme now in in the news, especially out of DC. Yeah, the story of it's uh, particularly the Navy. It seems like, but I could be the other other services as well, the military as a whole. But nah, like the Navy versus the Navy. the Navy versus Trump, or the Navy versus the administration, and it's it's like I haven't seen any Navy versus administration kind of stuff. Well, think about it uh, when when the Navy said they were going to decommission the USS Truman, and then Pence went to to the Truman. And uh, the same day that we had Admiral, the next CNO on the Hill testifying about decommissioning the Truman, uh-huh. he announces, we're not going to decommission the, the Truman. Oh, okay. And he's on the Truman. And then, oh, by the way, that's when the Master Chief made the comment about the strip club. 
And it's just anytime there's like the optic of the, it's not necessarily the Navy versus Trump, but it's like the Navy and Trump. And then there's the, uh, the goddamn Steen. Are you familiar with that? I am not. Oh, man. Oh, so back when he first took office, he took a tour of an aircraft carrier and they were, it's oh, like, yeah. the brand new aircraft carrier with the electromagnetic catapult. That's right. Okay. Um, I didn't know this. Yeah. Uh, EMAL. EMAL. E M A L S. I don't know what it stands for. I should. Uh, EMALs. It's, um, I'm going to go with electromagnetic aircraft launching system. That works. Boom. I believe it. Um, so it's complicated. Um, and it's a, it's a first of its kind, uh, not proto, I guess, I guess it's basically a prototype. You know, it's on a new ship, uh, new kind of ship, the Ford, uh, uh, class aircraft carrier. And Trump and, liked the steam better. And right? he's like asking the sailors and they're like, yeah, we haven't got it, got it all figured out yet, but we're going to get it figured out. It's complicated, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, you gotta be Einstein to figure this out. We're going back to goddamn steam. <laughs> and that's the quote or something. You right, know, right, goddamn right. steam is definitely a quote, but I, you know, and I'm paraphrasing the rest of it. Well, it's come up again. Like, uh, on, um, he had a phone call with uh, the, um, commanding officer of, of the aircraft carrier. Might've been the same one or an aircraft carrier. And he, what does he do? He asks him about the emails. Right, and, right. And he, he says, how is it going with that? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, that's good. Because, you know, I really want to, I want to go back to Steam. I want to invest in Steam, you know. And he's doing a business style kind of like, hey, let's not put good money after bad. Right. I'm all for it. But it's just kind of funny because, first of all, it would cost billions. And, but we, we shouldn't necessarily be wedded to this idea of this technology. He's making a dollars and cents argument. I get it. Um, but also, the way that he says it, it just becomes a story. Yeah, the pro- and it's and it's also come up again even after that. He went yeah. to another carrier, the, uh, an amphibious carrier that doesn't even have a catapult yeah. uh, because it launches aircraft vertically. Um, when he's out of his element, if he doesn't know about something, it doesn't mean he's not going to talk about stuff. <laughs> That's the thing. I honestly think he's got like when he hears Navy. He thinks of uh, steam catapults. I, I, that's a hundred percent. Like, it, like that's I'm talking Navy guy. Okay, I'm gonna ask him about steam catapults. Well, like the story about um, the actress that's now the princess, and uh, I was like, Trump called her nasty, and then he's like, No, I didn't. Like, you're on tape calling her nasty. Oh, um, not Mer- the chick from Merkel. I was gonna say Merkel. Yeah. Mar- oh, yeah. That's a, that's the uh, the chancellor, chancellor of yeah. Germany. Well, oh, which by, did you see the tweet where the royal family, um, where the queen was shaking hands of all the prime ministers? And and Angela Merkel was there, and this is on D Day, okay. the anniversary of D Day, and uh, shaking hands. And it's like the the tweet from the royal family was like Queen Elizabeth shaking hands with all the prime ministers of the nations that participated in D Day. <laughs> and everybody's like, uh, well, I, I mean, I guess they did participate. Uh, they sure as fuck did. <laughs> yeah. So that was a little awkward, but but, but the. the, the the thing, so, like, oh yeah, Markle. So yeah, the actress chick, like, or the princess. And so when yeah, I yeah, have some respect. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've been watching Suits. That's a wonderful show. Um, I'm not. It, it's on Amazon has, Prime. Has it have to tie into the? Royal she's family? the the princess chick. Is, oh, she's in it. She's the actress, and she's oh. like the main one of the main actresses in it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Continue. so I like you know. So I heard that I was like, oh, I don't know, I kind of like that chick. Like she's, I like that show, you know. But I heard the full clip. And he, he did call her nasty. Well, no. Because he, oh. he was sitting there going, like, they go, oh, you know, the Duchess of whatever the fuck. 
And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And you can tell he has no idea what they're talking about. He's like, oh, He probably yeah. didn't realize that was Meghan Markle. Well, and he was, yeah. Well, so the guy's like, oh, you know, the Duchess uh, had to reschedule and couldn't meet. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's real unfortunate. You know, they do great things. She's a wonderful person, wonderful person. I just love her. And, you know, he's just riffing and just doing what he does, where he obviously has no idea who, who they're talking about. Yeah. And so then he's like, he's like oh, no, what about when uh, she slammed you and said, you know, whatever. But he asked basically about her insulting him. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know about it. I didn't know she she was nasty, but, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so, like, oh, so in that context, it could have been nasty, like she was nasty to me, like. Um, yeah, I didn't know she was nasty. Like, nasty, like, um, you know, not like like a nasty, like the other comments about nasty women well, is one thing. Right. But this is like saying, like, you, you're you being nasty to me, like but, mean. It, yeah. But it's that kind, of, kind of what he was, in the context, Probably. maybe that's what it was. Well, yeah, and the, the, the reporter guy asked him, like, and, and, you know, after what she said about you and all that, and, and still, like. Still, after that, it was obvious he had no idea who he was talking about. So uh, Trump wasn't getting mad about it. He's like, "Yeah, well, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know he was, she was nasty. I didn't know any of that. But uh, anyway, it's a great visit. I think they do great stuff." And blah 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 blah. Like he was just like, "I have no idea who this is. I don't yeah. know who they're talking about." I just okay. answer the question. Well, I give 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 POTUS the benefit of it out there. I'm just, and that's the thing. Like a lot of times when you listen to like these full clips, like the, the outrage story of the day, it's just like, God, there's just nothing here. Yeah. And like for the most part, I mean, sometimes dude just says shit because he has no idea what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I they think, all do, but he just, he'll just riff. Well, and I, I think the, the nothing, the nothing story was basically the bottom line of this McCain thing. I mean, there was some unfortunate comments made, yeah. but at, at the end, it kind of worked out. The request, the stupid request was made, and it, Shot worked, down. Out, it worked out the way that it should. Good. Um, yeah. and, and we got our chinfo back. Yeah, chinfo. So, yeah, so it's a, you know, it's a, it's a win-win. Um, so speaking of D-Day, I wanted to... So, real quick. Yeah, yeah. It's not okay for me, because I'm not in the Navy. Okay. Or the military. Correct. So... Am I allowed to refer to Chinfo as Chuckles? Uh, yeah, I mean, I won't. Okay. Because I, I kind of like that nickname. Yeah. Chuckles. I mean, Sometimes it becomes Chuckles the Duck. But that's everybody named Charlie. Okay. Everybody named Charlie I turn into Chuckles the Duck. Um, I'm going to allow it. Okay. That's been ruled. I have no... I have Really, I, I don't have any jurisdiction over that. I know. So. Well, who dis? Okay. Just be Chuckles the Duck. All right. So... Uh, and ducks are hard to sink. Just saying. The admiral in the United States Navy, who I have the utmost respect for, uh, yeah. chief of information. Yeah, he's yeah definitely okay. <laughs> definitely earned his title. And yeah, I should not call him Chuckles the Duck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's he, hey, he's got probably one of the hardest jobs in the military. He's got he's got to wade into the waters of Twitter. Uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> God. Oh God. Um, all right, so. D-Day, 75th anniversary. Oh, um, yeah. That was a good, good, good uh, celebration, uh, um, memorial, uh, remembrance. Oh, other than the Germans ruining it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I, want, I want to read a couple of headlines that uh, uh, I thought were important. So okay. This is from Duffelblog. Um, Americans commemorate D-Day by calling people they disagree with Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that one. That's a good one. All right. Here's, this is from the, uh, the Onion. Uh, shaven, cologned grandpa heads into town to rake in D-Day pussy. <laughs> yep, yep. And it's got a proud picture, a, a picture of a proud old man in his um, yeah, v- v- VFW garrison cap and man, his, he's gonna his go medals to... on his uh, sport coat. 
He's going to go down to the lodge oh, for those yeah. $1 beers. And he's yep. gonna man, in Savannah, they've got a wonderful like veterans lodge kind of thing. Oh, man. Those places all around are just little hidden treasures. Dude, it's like right on I mean, Forsyth Park. You're going to have to kind of hold your breath with the smoke and everything. But well, I'm telling you, the one in Savannah, like it's like right off Forsyth Park, which is a nice big park. And it's wonderful. I and mean, it's still the $1 beers. But oh, like, yeah. People are getting down. Oh, there's well, the one in Tampa. I mean, it's nothing special, but it's on the water. Beautiful nice. view. Yeah. And you got a little outdoor sitting area. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, I was there for a retirement ceremony. So this was like 9 in the morning, maybe 10 <laughs> in the morning. Okay. And then somebody wanted a drink. They're like, all right, well, I'll hold on. I'll turn this shit on and go back behind the bar and get you a drink. You know? Sweet. <laughs> it's not like there's an opening hour, right? It's yeah. like, this is, and this was the, um, the, um, uh, fuck. American Legion. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it, yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah. But so they, they got you know VFWs very similar. But American Legions uh, all over the place. Um, and as and by the way, shipmates, as active duty, um, you I I mean I'm pretty sure I go in there every once in a while. You have every right to walk in and and go meet some veterans. You know the guys that that probably don't see many active duty people very often. And uh, trust me, you will be welcomed. That's yeah, and, and whichever one, maybe it was the American Legion that I went to. But yeah, he can go in there as a civvy too. Yep, that's it. It was American yeah. Legion on Bull Street. So one one oh eight Bull Street. I thought you had to kind of be invited in um, as May- a civilian. I mean, maybe, but uh, I mean, because it, it's their it's their it's their like sanctuary, right? You don't like walk in like it's a bar downtown. Okay, but it's it's they're welcoming. They are welcoming. Um, they, I mean, I. The thing about Savannah, there's so many nice people. I made so many friends. But anyway, so, so somehow I ended up there. I can't yeah. tell you how. So. Um, I'm all about it. And I, I really enjoyed this whole 75th anniversary of D-Day. Just seeing the, the pictures, yeah, the yeah. imagery, the video um, from the greatest generation. Um, you know, millennials are great, but we're not going to live up. I don't honest. understand why, like, people are starting to get sensitive about this whole greatest generation thing. Yeah, I've, I've heard it. It's, 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 what, what the fuck? Yeah, they've, like, they've, been, they've been the greatest generation. I know, granted, somebody called them that. Right. Uh, Peter it's, Jennings, right? No, Brokaw. I have no idea. Well, oh, fuck, some famous news dude. Yeah. Um, gave him the the wrote wrote books about him. Yeah. Um, dude, it's a good title. Dude, you know they earned it. Storming that fucking beach? Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. And then you know what? Let's also remember that we fucking have our 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 iPhones and we're texting and our video games and our fucking lattes because they did that, right? Yeah. And it's 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 good that we are not storming a beach right now. Yeah. Well, you know, war will let's it'll happen again. Maybe, maybe it won't maybe ever it happen. Won't. Maybe again. not that kind of war. Something will happen eventually, right? right? Yeah. We will have to do it. A, a major some thing. some sort of thing again. But they did that so that future generations would not have to do that again. Wait, and and just the the scale of that war, like the, that ground war, and like oh, yeah. I, I mean, and, and at sea and everything else. But like, you yeah, know, I don't forget about that part. Well, yeah, but it, like we had the Pacific, and we had you know we had yeah Europe, yeah. and I mean that it was a big goddamn deal. People were signing up. I mean, like. National war effort. National, Nas- war? national meaning everybody like was involved everybody. In, some, in some way. There was not a draft. People didn't join up because they got drafted. People joined up because they're like, I want to go out yeah. and kill some damn Nazis. But there was a draft. Was there a draft? Uh, yeah. Well, or was it after the war? I think after the yeah. war. Or maybe it was during the war process. They were like, shit, we get, we're going to. There's no shortage going. of volunteers. Yeah, but. World uh, war II, they were. When did the. I'll look it up. All right, okay, quick. I'll keep talking. No, but, you know, we don't have today an understanding of what a national war effort is no and that's the part that disappoints me i think that there will be a time when we'll need to have every citizen sacrificing in some way whether that's it may not be the same kind of like um rationing of food and resources um 
you know, our industrial base may not be that uh, it was a huge factor in, in, in our victory was our industrial base and our industrial effort. Yeah. I mean, um, Ford, Ford and his, uh, assembly line was yeah very helpful. So, so that was like the nation coming together, sacrificing, working hard, um, Something like that will happen again, and it may be. I think it may be in more in lines of like uh, we've talked about the five G uh, networks and the impact that can, that's going to have on um, you know future global politics and just every global economy uh, and and war. And so we may need to we may see a future national war effort where everyday Joe Blow sacrifices in a way where he's like he's. Maybe he doesn't get his Wi-Fi. I mean, I'm just spitballing here. Obviously, yeah. that's no that's no big deal compared to, to rationing your food. But it may the sacrifices you make may look different, and I think we need to get our heads around that. Well, it, and so it looks like the draft has been around since the Revolutionary War, or they call it, the official name is conscription. Uh, but it's it's it seems like it was very different. Like for example, uh, in World War II, even in high school, so high schoolers that were about to turn 18 supported mandatory military training at, at 69 percent or something okay. like that and it looks like i mean some of the stuff they talked about uh like executive order 9279 made it so that all men from the ages of 1837 could not voluntarily enlist for the duration of the war providing protection wait could not i don't know i'm gonna have to read that could not volunteer blah, 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 blah. Navy Marine Corps began procuring their personnel through the selective service system in early 43 Navy yeah, that's Marine the, the enlisted inductees and volunteers under the same agreement, different obligations. So I mean, the thing is, like, maybe there was a draft or whatever. But people were volunteering, and they were, and like, support nationwide was uh, basically three quarters of the United States was just like, fuck yeah, we support a yeah, draft. Yeah, you know, I don't know how many people are today, but I mean, I don't. Are you part of the selective service? I mean, you have to. You gotta, yeah, you got to register when you turn eighteen. So we we were we're an all volunteer force. But we have we have a draft that we're not using, and, and that's because we have the select. I mean, I mean, I remember getting my commission and um, signing up for the selective service. Like, okay, I guess I'm doing this, but I'm I'm signing up. I'm getting commission. That's the weird thing about it. So, like, or maybe we, that was when I entered ROTC because you had to do when you're 18, right? Yeah, when you're 18, you got to. So when sign I entered up. into the ROTC program, maybe that's when I did it. Well, that's the weird thing about it because it seems like uh, you know what it has meant has evolved. And it, like Vietnam, it definitely was just like we will drag you kicking and screaming against your will into the military, you right, know. Right, right. And uh, and then after that, they're like, maybe we're not going to do that anymore. Well, I mean, I've, I'm I'm a fan of some sort of civil service for everybody. I know that's that's not the most popular opinion, but I don't I don't think that everybody should be drafted into the military against right. their will. But um, I would I I think that some sort of civil service for a sh- a, a reasonable time, four years or less. Um, and the truth is just to give everybody an appreciation for what 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 is needed as a nation right because we have to have some sort of a national identity yeah um i don't know i think that's a that would be a good thing um i think you know the the actual draft like the the vietnam era draft i think is probably a horrible idea no matter what because like quite frankly you take some dude who is just shit in his pants scared it's just like hey we're gonna put you on the front line i know you don't know how to shoot a gun i know you don't agree with the war and i know you don't want to be here and uh have yeah. fun like he's gonna die he's not gonna kill anybody he's not gonna be helpful yeah there are and, a lot of, a lot of accounts of the quality of the military in that in that era right not positive oh yeah i know that's um po- that, but that's that's war. more than more than just the draft and the people we were getting 
uh, yeah, it went to the top uh, in that in that aspect. But um, I mean, we're, today with with the people we have, the technology we have, the um, the resources that we have, we've obviously uh, since since Vietnam and into the Cold War and the Reagan era, um, we're not we're not the same level of resourcing that we are we were then. But we are a well resourced military. Well, and that's you know. And that's the thing. I think it's it, one of the difficult, one of the difficulties when thinking about kind of a draft or a selective service kind of deal, is just that our our military has obviously evolved, uh, you know, quite a bit. Like we've got some awesome, awesome machinery. We've got drones like that we can control from Texas and have them shoot people in the face in in uh, Syria. Hell yeah! And uh, did you hear about this um, this new CIA missile? Ooh. Um, that uh, doesn't have a warhead on it. It doesn't explode. What? It just slices you. It's just a fast bullet that you can remote control. Holy fuck! How do it's, I get it, one? It, it actually. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, you look that up. Uh, but but I think yeah. one of the problems is like, you know, we're we're really comfortable after after World War Two or after Vietnam and everything. Like, um, we've started. We fight wars different now. Like when we, you know, we, the go- first Gulf War, we go in. And we're like, well, that was quick. We're out of here, you know? And then, like, the second yeah. time, it was just like, well, we don't want to be mean. So we're going to take our time and kind of never leave and just hang for a long time. Talking about the Iraq War? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, or, like, the... Uh, I mean, there's shock and awe. I mean, we dropped a shitload I, of ordinance on... Man, I Maggie. watched. I stayed up late to watch shock and awe. Because everyone was like, we're going to have live uh, feed of shock and awe. That was all bullshit PR. I mean, there were some bombs. Yeah. There was bombs, but, like, they really hyped that shit. And, I mean, a lot of people died. Yeah, but they, I mean, the the way they describe how shock and awe was going to be, it's just like, <gasps> yeah. And it's like, okay, well, there was, yeah. well, it was, a rem, it was rem, remnant, reminiscent? No. Genghis um, Khan. It was a remnant of the first Iraq war, the mindset of the first Iraq war where it was so quick, right? Yeah. So I think there was some thinking that we could make, that we could get this thing over with. But. Very quickly. I don't know if we were trying to, to keep the gloves on. Well, it's not about the gloves on. It was so like we went in, you know, we're like, hey, Coit, we got you back. And then it's like, all right, we took them out. We're out of here. And then, you know, old Saddam was just like, all right, they're gone now. Fuck that. I'm going back to my ways, you know, yeah. and then some. And so I think part of it was like, well, let's not do that again. We're going to stabilize the region, you know, and yeah. well, install democracy. You look. You see how well that worked out for us. Exactly. So and so, like, I don't know. Let's my, not get into this. Uh, let's let's not here, but let's not as a nation get into nation building. Right? No, I agree. And I, and I think that not everyone, not every culture is one that benefits from a representative republic or a democracy. Like, there's just people like their systems, and if they don't want that, they don't want that. I would I would guess that the governments, uh, the, not the governments, but the people of the Middle East will eventually progress toward a democratically elected government maybe but it might take a few hundred years well yeah i mean it's not it's just we don't need to force that on them what's like uh and this is gonna sound like an insulting uh analogy but you know it's kind of like go ahead insult us yeah no no insulting the the people in the the middle east oh okay uh but no it's like a like when you uh have an addict right and it's like well you can't force someone to to kick a habit and you can put them in rehab all you want, but as soon as they leave, they're yeah. going to buy drugs again. Right. They have to want it. And so, like, as a region, uh, you can't be like, hey, look, 
you're suffering under tyranny. It's an oppressive law. Like your whole system's fucked up. Uh, we're gonna free you from that. And they're just like, I, I'm comfortable. Like I'm fine. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's, there's no. They very, ha- there's really very little desire for American style democracy. Yeah. So the, if as soon as they want it, like Iran will probably be the first one if they can. You know, odds are we'll probably feed guns to the wrong people there and do something horrible. But our, the best thing we can do with Iran is to to stay away from their government. I think so. We can economically influence them, and we're doing that. I and mean, we would do that. Um, I feel. Like I, the, I do. I agree with you. I think the people will eventually tire of the oppressive rule. And um, I think we got to be careful about the, trying uh, to Ayatollah. push that. Yeah. Well, I think if. I think if we interject too soon, we're gonna, you know, create another Osama bin Laden or something. Just another yeah. big, a big figurehead, or another Ayatollah. I mean, we basically created the Ayatollah, right? Well, yeah, because we'll give guns to the party that looks the strongest that'll be able to take out the government. And that, but that strongest guy might be a dickhead. But if if we wait for like a- the actual people to rise up and say we don't want to be oppressed, they start their own little civil war. You know, maybe we drop a couple bombs, see what happens, or we uh, get in the way of their partners trying to come to their aid oh yeah so you know just the little things you can do yeah keep to, russia out of there yeah or whoever um, you know, it's like hey <laughs> hey back back let yeah. just let them fight it out you know yeah but that does that's that not be good. easier said than done it um, is but uh, that's 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 how world wars start it um, is but 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 well well speaking of world war three let's talk about this russian ship oh yeah the russians so um they are assholes and they they tried to run over one of our ships. Jimmy tried to ruin my son's birthday party by talking about these ships. I could I couldn't help it. I okay. So I had a contrary in view as usual, uh, but we'll get to that. Was um, this, uh, where was this located? I want to pull up the picture. Philippines. The Philippine Sea. Is that where it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not not the cruiser named the Philippine Sea. Uh, the place actual. There's a cruiser named the Philippine Sea. Yeah, because cruisers are named after battles. So USS uh, Philippine Sea, there was a battle there. Okay, I just it's like, oh, uh, this is uh, this cruiser is named the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. It's like, oh, where are we going? We're going to the Atlantic Ocean. It's like, oh, wait, the the ship or the ocean? Oh, the ship, you asshole. That's like uh, <laughs> that reminds me of a joke from The Good Place where the this this guy has a uh, Chinese writing tattoo on, and like, somebody asks him like, oh. Uh, you, I see you have a Chinese tattoo. What does that mean? He's like, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so deadpan. It's, it's like, yeah, There's a whole website right. dedicated to bad Chinese tattoos. Oh, it, it's uh, someone that's no doubt. Yeah, it's, they show a picture and they go, "This I was told this is dragon." They go, "Well, that says nothing, but it's kind of close to tree farm." <laughs> tree farm. <laughs> yeah. I re- um, maybe he's like a, a eco-friendly um, advocate. So okay, the, the USS Chancellorsville, another another battle. So this is a cruiser, was uh, minding its own business, just tr- tr- just putzing along in the Philippine Sea, and here comes this Russian destroyer. We can call right. him Dirty Russian Destroyer. Yeah, and out of nowhere, just tries to run up alongside the Chancellorsville, and gets Why to within people- like fifty feet. While they're sunbathing, look at these assholes. Yeah, well, and the Chancellorsville was conducting flight operations, so. But the Russian sailors, like, <laughs> look at this picture. Yeah, I, mean, I know the Russians. Yeah, they're out. The, ah. Yeah, they're on video. So we we got video of them because it's part of what we do when we of have course. these interactions. Yeah. We are going to film you. It's legal. Uh, see it's you. definitely legal. It's also valuable to have an account, a visual account of what happened. Hell yes. Um, 
you know the the Russians are out there making their own claims, and I don't see any I don't see any videos from their ship. Yeah, they, well, they uh, they threw grenades at us really they, hard. They maneuvered erratically at the last second. And, like you can see the wake of the, the <laughs> Chancellorsville. It's straight for like half a mile. So, uh, but you know. You never, you never really know, okay? But this is one perspective. This is our perspective. Oh yeah, man! When you look at the wake, so the Russian ship's the one on the left when looking at the photo, right? Uh, if yeah, yes, man, you can yeah. When you start looking at the wake lines, I'm even more pissed off about this. When you you look, can see a couple of maneuvers, yeah, in yeah, the, in their wake. Man, and ours is like straight as an arrow. Seriously. So, um, okay. So what we your were obviously they. This is a ship that did it. it performed well. So it, it the she she knew what was happening. Um, the uh, the naval the the Russian destroyer the Udaloy I think that's the class of the of the destroyer but I'm gonna I don't have the the destroyer's name at I hand. don't speak Ruski you don't speak Ruski so we're gonna call her the Udaloy Udaloy um, she um obviously made a few maneuvers I don't know if there was any communication between the two ships I'm sure there was you I, know they have the radio bridge to bridge radio I would assume so yeah. I mean, you don't get to 50 feet between two warships without talking. Yeah, especially when it's um, a Russian and American. We're not talking about a yeah. British ship here. And we've got we've got agreements in place since the Cold War, since the Soviet Union, um, where they, they, they dict because this happened so often back in the 70s and 80s that they had we eventually got to a point of agreement where we said, hey, let's not cause World War Three by our ships ramming into each other. Right. And they had this thing called Ink Ink Sea uh, incidents at sea, I think, or shorthand or something like that. Is what it stands for, um, but it's still it's still in place. It's just a little bit wonky now because there is no Soviet Union. Yeah. So I mean, who knows how much Putin wants to honor Ink C? I mean, Putin's uh, whole goal is to reestablish the Soviet Union. Oh, he wants to go back farther than that. He's he wants to no Ottoman or not that, Ottoman. The, the, um, the uh, damn it, some other empire. Yeah, yeah, the. Mm. Uh, you know, back in the days of Rasputin. Yeah, man. Well, he's the got Bolsheviks. Bolsheviks. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. No, maybe no, not. That was the real. okay. We have to do a whole thing on Russia now. So anyway, he's uh, kind of got his own little Rasputin. That, uh, oh. What's that guy? He's got like a he does an internet radio show, but he's kind of like a little Rasputin. Cool. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's not the Bolsheviks that I was trying to think of, no. but we we'll get to it. Um, one day. The, anyway, all right. So the family the, with the the kid that bled out and uh, yeah, yeah. Damn it. We'll call them the imperialists at this okay. point. Okay, imperialist, um, colonialist. The the Udloy, um was being a jerk. Um, she had sailors back on the flight deck, you know, getting a tan, which is not honestly. Um, we do that, but okay. if we're gonna get within fifty feet of a Russian destroyer. You're going to, you know, uh, I, I would think that we would get all of our sailors inside and, like, kind of get ready for, like, what might happen. I got to say. it's possible that we're either going to collide or start shooting at each other. I was watching the, the about two-minute video here uh, while yeah. we were talking, and it does, make, it does make it seem a different kind of aggressive as opposed to, like, you know, it's we're going to war. It's more like a whee! Yeah. It's more <laughs> like a... Hey, like we we're drunk on vodka, like you know, yeah. actually driving the ship drunk. Um, I swear that it looked like there was a couple of, uh, and it could have been something else, but the camera was moving all around. It looked like people were waving their hands out out of some portholes and just like waving flag, yeah. not, not flag. I, I don't think know. it's that kind of aggression. It's like reckless aggression, right? And that's that's not uncommon out there on the high seas. Um, we I think are are the more disciplined navy. Um, <laughs> 
We we probably we, we I mean, after be, that video, I sure should hope so. Yeah, I mean, we are we're all over the place. So a lot of our mistakes are high profile. Um, but uh, I fully believe that we are the the most uh, one of the most disciplined navies in the world because we've got some you know the the, the British, the French. I mean, they're our allies and they're right there with us. Yeah, I'm sure. But the Russians and the Chinese. I mean, I'm sorry, but they're they have not achieved that level of proficiency. Uh, they might. They certainly have the resources, the Chinese do, to do it. Right. Um, but this is the kind of thing that we see where, and it, like the Iranians are another example, where it's sort of like when we do have these re- aggressive incidents, it's more like reckless aggression. Like yeah. somebody's sunbathing on the flight deck and they just refuse to move. So they're going to come right up on us at 50 feet. Yeah, and maybe, they're, maybe they have their guns ma- manned or maybe they don't, but... You know, we we on the other hand would probably be I don't know what happened on the Chancellorsville, but might be at like general quarters, like battle stations, that I, being ready for anything that could happen. I sure shit would hope so. Yeah, because we're not at war with the Russians, and we're not even close. Yeah. But they're not exactly our friends, right? And so Cold this, this kind of over. thing happens. I mean, it's the same thing if the if this happened with an Iranian ship. Well, you know, we would have been ready for anything. Well, and to your point about uh, uh, a more effective, careful navy or what have you, um, like. Yeah, if you saw a sto- if you saw a story one day where it was like Iranian or Russian ship, uh, I don't know, it hits an iceberg and sinks, uh, or like tries to slalom an iceberg or whatever goes aground, you'd just be like, yeah, okay, yeah, like like yeah. I, I would think that would be yeah. the reaction, like in, in, in at least in America, would just be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it did, and it happened. They they lost the ship. Well, they let's see, they lost a dry dock. Uh, How do you lose a, a ship? They no, lost a ship. You lose a ship. I mean, they lose it like as in it's out of commission. Yeah, I think the their what? only aircraft carrier I think is going to be decommissioned because it sank in dry dock. How do you lose a ship in dry dock? Uh, dry dock. Hold on. So That's... I know. Well, you know, it's, it's, um, it's probably at, at, if it's in that level of repair, it's not going to be watertight. So flooding is actually relatively easy. Although dry it's dock. dry dock, so it was probably it was uh, so it wasn't probably um, up on blocks. In other words, it wasn't dry dock. Well, yeah, so it couldn't have been dry dock. It, it was, um, but it, but there. But it, if it was on the way to going to dry, like, you, uh, uh, no, 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 no. Hold on. Uh, this uh, is the thing. I don't know. I when, don't. And, so when Jimmy showed me this picture last night, I was like, man, we should just fucking sink that ship. Like, if you're gonna be aggressive, like, just fucking sink it. Like, sorry, like. You came too close. We told you not to come too close. And like, what we're supposed to stop? Just sink it. Sink the fucking ship. And I don't think that um, it's hard. I don't think to... I described it. I don't think I explained it very well last night. But it's, it's we're not. We're, we. I know we shouldn't sink a Russian ship. You have to kind of regard these interactions as as mostly just two two ships at sea. And there's things called the the collision regulations, the coal regs, and there's they dictate the interaction of two ships at sea in terms of who has to turn and rules of the road, that kind of thing. No, well, that's, and that's just because they have a lot of guns and missiles. And so do we, we can't just assume that there's going to be a hostile intent because of them driving toward us. Now I get what you're saying because it's not an easy answer, right? Well, if they're going to, to the point of actually colliding with us. That, I mean, it was fucking close. Yeah, it was really close. Huh? The, uh, the Chancellorsville had to go all back on our engines. Yeah, and that's the thing I don't like. The, the, thing, the, the thing I don't like is the onus is always on us, just because we're, you know, the most powerful. Like, the onus is always on us to go, okay, y'all are being dickheads, you're, you're 
you're taking a war action, and instead of us responding in kind, what we're going to do is we'll pump the brakes. We're going to let you pass. Enjoy your sunbathing, dickheads. Yeah. And then, like, and call it a day. We're being the bigger person, and I know that's the right thing to do, but... It's also, it, it, in a lot of ways, it, it, in a lot of cases, it's the smart thing to do. I, I know. I know. Because so, it, would, it would be horrible, but, like... Yeah. But here's the other extreme. But they keep doing this we, kind of no, shit. No, and I, I know. And it's not just the Russians, right? It's a lot of other... It's Chinese. The Iranians, the yeah. Chinese... They do these aggress- aggressive, um, mostly illegal, you know, the not respecting international norms like territorial waters. Um, and they do crazy shit to us. And most of the time we are, like you say, the, the bigger person. The other extreme is like the Farsi Island incident where our sailors in the small boats, the um, uh, riverine, yeah, they're like, you know, 15 footers, uh, fast boats. And okay. a bunch of sail- uh, like three of them. Back in 2016, um, they went into ter- Iranian territorial waters as they were in the Arabian Gulf going from, like, Kuwait down to Bahrain or something. I mean, and just kind of a technicality into their waters or, like, upstream? Yeah, like a navigation. No, this, so it's like uh, the Farsi Island is – Farsi Island's in the middle of the Arabian Gulf. Okay. So it's not like they're up on their coast. Okay. But they went cl- within 12 miles of Farsi Island. There's okay. a military outpost there. Okay. They, they detected them. They came up on them, and they took the sailors – the sailors gave up. They, there's video of them on their knees with their hands behind their head. And what happened? They took they took custody of them. They took them prisoner. And eventually, John Kerry did his yeah. whole thing. And you know, Obama. It was the day of the um, State of the Union. Oh, and, right. Um, it was uh, a sad day for me. Um, well, I th- was, were those the guys that we gave the pallet of cash, the pallets of cash no, for? Okay. No, no, that's something different. This was all resolved pretty quickly. Um, no, um, no, nothing really came of it, other than um, we sacrificed a lot of our, our national pride. I think, and especially Navy pride, because what is the, the the thing that you hear in the Navy all the time? It's written on our, our some of our flags. It's on our buildings. John Paul Jones, don't give up the ship. Yeah, you know, yeah, and that's yeah. like a that's a core of our identity. And I believe it. I had a CEO I believe it too. Don't once, give one time tell me this. They did the same thing to the Brits several years ago. And we were on deployment and we were putting small boats in the water to do boardings of ships and do inspections. Not, not Iranian ships, but right. And, and he, so it's possible that that could have happened. And he was like, Hey, that will not happen to you. You have weapons. You'll use them. Thank you. Cause I'm saying like, this is what I'm not, you know, I, so I my, my my reaction to that incident, the Farsi Island incident, was those sailors should have defended their ship. Fuck yes. And and first, you can admit you made a navigational error. Yeah, I you, mean that sucks. I've entered into your territorial waters. I regret. This is exactly what you say. I regret the navigational error, and I will exit as soon as possible. Yes. There was there's uh the complicating factors. There was an engine problem. There was comms problems. I mean, there was a whole. They okay. did. A, they fucked up. They okay. did a lot of stupid shit. But Which the sucks. worst thing they did was not defending their their ships. Because that, and this is, I'm not. This is one of the numerous reasons I'm not cut out for the military. But like, there's, I, I mean, to give up the ship, like, I, I'm, I'm sorry. And I mean, these are like little 15 footers. I mean, they're they're not ships like a cruiser oh, or destroyer. Fi- I missed that part. They're 15 footers. I mean, they're like they're, they're fast boats. They're okay. they're riverine patrol boats. Oh, what's well, goddamn? So there's like three of them. They in really should have been. Yeah, and so that's, it's that not makes... like it's not like they gave up a destroyer. Okay. Uh, but they 
there was so there was maybe fifteen sailors. And how how total. big were the ships that came up on them? The same size, okay. but they were well they were well armed, well prepared, well trained. Yeah. So they had the drop on them, okay. you know, gun to gun. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, it wouldn't have ended well. Yeah, if, but at the same time, you you got. I mean, when you got your core values, you got to take a step back and say, all right. And it, and, and it probably would have started. Um, I don't know if it would started a war, but it was. It would have not been good. For President Obama and his, um, he was uh, negotiating the the Iran the nuclear deal at the time. Yeah. um, (laughs) Given the State of the Union in that that day, you know, I don't think that those sailors would have been embraced by Navy leadership had they decided to fire. No, especially because if they had been firing first. But I am simply saying they chose to give up the ship. Okay, now. And and and, you know, pardon me, I was looking up something uh, when you were telling me about the size of the boat. It at a fifteen foot, I mean. There's acceptable losses, like an actual ship, like, because I'm not going to call a fucking 15-foot boat a ship. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it. No, and, you don't have to. I'm just saying. But, but but here's the thing. So, like, if someone's got the drop on you and they've got uh, equivalent or superior firepower, but they've got the drop on I'm you. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, 52 feet. So oh. It's 15 not- meters. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I mean, uh, it's, but I'm, my point is, it's like, like a, here. Okay. So, not, not 15 feet, because that would be a tiny little thing. Okay. Well... But yeah, I mean, it's still small. I don't. It's, it's, there's, there's acceptable losses at some point. Like, I mean, if it's a, if it's a battle, you know, a destroyer or some shit, it's just like, uh, uh, you know, no way on God's green earth do you step foot on this fucking ship. Uh, but if it's some, I mean, even that, once you get up to fifty feet, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, you don't have to call it a ship, but well, they gave up. But in 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 the. Oh well, yeah. Conceptually, I've... they gave up the ship. Yeah, no, no. And I and it was not. It's and I said it. I'm not just. I'm not looking back. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I said it at the time. No, 50s... And it was not a popular opinion. But my my thought from the very beginning was, I know, I know, it would have been tough. I know that it would have probably ended badly for those sailors. But kill them all. They they surrendered when and they should not have. They should not have. They they were in. Yes, they did enter territorial waters by accident. They fucked up. What they yeah. should have said is, "We're getting it out of here. We apologize." It can, it's no, no problem apologizing. No, no, no problem at all. Well, that's the thing. Like fifteen, a fifteen foot boat is a different situation than a fifty-two foot boat. A fifteen foot boat is just like, all right, you can have my dinghy. You know, like, yeah. Like yeah. I don't want to cause an international. Sorry, sorry I've got my my units all all screwed up. Sorry. Get your get your unit in order. Yeah. Get your unit in order. All right. Which is also great advice for Vegas, um, but. Um, but yeah, no, once you get, I mean, 52, that's a, I mean, it's still small, but I've been on a nice 60 foot sailboat. It was glorious. Um, anyway, but if you, if you have an armed, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, don't give up the ship. Don't give up yeah. the ship. They captured 10 service members, two of the, uh, riverine command boats. Um, so I'm just, I'm just getting my, my facts straight yeah. here, but the, 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 the gist of it remains the same. See, and. My problem is I go from, like, uh, unabashed rebel to, like, fuck it. Kill them all. And then, like, if I go down, it's, I, there's no middle ground. I'm, I'm a horrible, I would be a horrible soldier. I'd be a horrible uh, sailor or whatever. Because I'd be one of these people like, fuck that. I'm not going to do what you said just because you said it. Unless you earn my respect. Um, yeah. And then yeah. one of these situations, it's like, fuck that. Let's kill them all. Just kill them all. Yeah. And it's like, well, it might be World War Three. It's like, we'll worry about that tomorrow. Today we leave. Yeah. You, you, you would have. So, you, you know, you get some training and, uh, you get indoctrinated into the chain of command. Man. I'm not saying uh, you, you, you may not have succeeded in the military, 
but I'm also saying that a lot of people with your same mindset do enter the military yeah. and do succeed. I'm sure um, they do. I'm you sure have to. Do. You do have to kind of buy into the to the. You gotta drink the Kool Aid. I mean, there's no better way to say it. And maybe I would. Maybe once. And that's the thing. Like I am. But I mean, I'm 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 an example of of someone who's an officer that questions a lot of shit. I mean, I'm no, I, I'm true. out there very. I'm very outspoken on questioning things. But at the same time, I I, I follow orders. Well, yeah. You know? I mean, I'm part of a part of an organization, part of a unit, part of a of a structure that I have to I know my role in and know, and understand that I don't have all the facts i don't have all of the different perspectives when I, I i am very spock like in that like you know you, you present me some logic and i can process it and then it's like okay like i can i can dig it and and to be fair i'm not such an asshole that I, no one has ever been able to lead me yeah it's just i just need you to show me something before i accept this leadership and until you do like i don't know i'm yeah. in charge well i think that's 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 characteristic of our generation i, I think we we do want to see some we ask why. I mean, yes, we, we, want why? To know, we want to know why. And it's not bad to want to know why. No. The, the thing about the military Best question is ever. there's there are sometimes tactical and emergency situations where you don't have the luxury. And I mean, it's, it's true. true. You, no, you it's actually true. have you have to you have to be able to to adapt your your decision making yeah. to the situation. If it's tactical or emergency, then you you are not going to succeed well, if but, you stop and ask why for every order that's well, given. But to you. see, here's the thing, right? Yeah. So tactical, right? So it's like, okay, we're approaching, we're doing this, and so you know, I got somebody higher ranking that's uh, been there a while. You know, odds are he's earned my respect at this point because I'm trapped on a boat with him for a while. Ship or or he's not earned your respect, but you've evaluated it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> um. Well. Okay. Well, let's just say you've he had has. time to evaluate whether you respect him or not. Okay. Let's just assume he's earned my respect. Okay. And so it's just like, we're in a tactical situation. This is what we're doing. It's like, okay. Because, like, if he hasn't, then I'm going to kind of be back-channeling. I'm not going to lie about this. Like, if someone's just like, okay, uh, this is what we're doing. We're co- coming off of this thing. And I'll go, oh, that's a horrible fucking idea. I'm going to be back-channeling. That happens. Yeah. And yeah. I, I would be that guy. Uh, but yeah. when, once, my thing is, once other feet, other people's feet get on that ship like i don't know now the rules are different i feel like the rules are different and i'm allowed to just kind of stab people in the throat or whatever you have to do you know you just go ninja style i mean it's it's something that has to do with training and and discipline i see what you're saying yeah you're talking about somebody actually trying to take your ship i'm just saying like once the iranians step on the fucking ship yeah like this yeah. is a different ball game. and i mean i'm to be fair they were at gunpoint they had the drop on them. Yeah, so it's that's not true. like I don't even. And think... And there's people that would die if I. I'm not even irrational. sure that they had weapons loaded. The the Americans. I mean, but that's how poorly prepared they were for this transit, where they could have encountered hostile forces, or maybe not hostile, but Iranians. Wait, people, people that would put point guns at you and did, and you don't even have your weapons loaded. Wait, you know they were not. They were clearly not prepared, and people were fired because of it. Not just them, but their bosses were. They didn't have loaded weapons. I'm, um, I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty I sure. don't. I mean, I want our military. I don't care what branch it is. Like, you should I, have loaded weapons. No, you can't no use them if they're not loaded. I know. They're not weapons if they're not loaded. They're just I, blocks. Look, I get it. I'm 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 with you. I'm yeah. not. Uh, um, I know. I know. I'm, I'm not defending that part. I'm, you gotta you gotta be you gotta be if it's it's credible deterrence, right? And I'm it's talking, not credible if you're not prepared to use it. And I'm talking to my ass a little bit. You know, yeah. obviously, if I saw my homies sitting there with a gun to their head, I'm not gonna sit there and like do something that's gonna get them shot in the face. Yeah. You know, so I'm well, I'm a blowhard a little bit on this one. <laughs> I think uh, I think. So I want to circle back on some. So we've, <laughs> I think we've we were like actually talking about something. <laughs> five open-ended threads here, but yeah. uh, okay. The the uh, the Russian aircraft carrier, the Admiral Kuznetsov, um, it was a floating dry dock 
that sank. It was in a floating dry dock, and the dry dock sank. The dry dock so, sank. Yeah. So they lost the dry dock, which is um, strategically that's bad because that <laughs> might that might have been their only one, and uh, it's that's how you make obviously that's how you do repairs for your ships. Yeah. No, um, that's funny. That's and really I don't funny. think they're going to be able to salvage the aircraft carrier either. So well, it's going to make so a nice reef. Um, it's you know there's there's other ways to have a navy, but aircraft carriers do help. Eh, they, um, yeah, I mean they're good. Nice little boat. Put your little airplane on it. It's yeah. nice. It's nice. Well, okay. Well, here's it's something I wanted to say earlier. Conveyance. <laughs> so. Uh, I, you know, obviously, I've never served in the Navy. I've never been on, like, a legit ship. But I've, you know, I've sailed. I, I, I enjoy the water and boats and whatnot. Actual boats, not being disparaging this time. Um, but it's really fucking hard to have that kind of interaction. And that's the thing. Like, you're, say you're on a sailboat, right? Okay. Like, every now and then, yeah, maybe some dude who's out there on a fishing boat that's been, uh, you know, drinking for about 17 hours, they're going to buzz past you. And you go, ah, you're kind of a dickhead. Um, but they're two different speeds we're going at. And right. that guy chose, is like, I gotta just speed by. And it does seem like that's kind of what the Russians did. We're like, I'm just gonna be a dickhead and speed by. Cause like, it's totally avoidable. It's totally avoidable. Oh, yeah. It was avoidable like an hour before that. Well, I don't yeah. know how fast they go. How fast do they go? I mean, the, upwards of 30 knots, but they okay. weren't probably, Still. Doing, they weren't doing 30. I mean, maybe 15 knots, let's just say. Yeah. So, I mean, that was. I mean, they, 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 it that, was intentional. Situations like that develop over long periods of time. Exactly. Like, that is totally intentional is. and because totally both ships, both ships didn't want to back down. So they were doing kind of what you said. The The Chancellorsville was going to, in their minds, they had, uh, they were the, uh, sta- they call it the stand-on vessel. So it's the other vessel's job to get out of the way. So they're like, the, I'm not only am I gonna stand my ground i'm supposed to maintain my course and speed well that's the thing even with the civilian kind of sailboat kind of shit there's 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 these things yeah yeah and so and and add on to that they were operating their helicopter which makes them what you call a restricted inability to maneuver so you that's 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 part of the the coal regs so you have a rule for that so the other ship has to maneuver around you because you can't just turn uh, well, on a dime, especially when you have a, a helicopter spinning on the flight deck. Well, and you're going in a straight line. You're the you're the constant. It's very easy. Like because that's yes. the so so in a sailboat, right? You okay. see a cruise liner out there. So you know we're in Florida, and like so you go out to sea or go out to the Gulf or what have you, and like there's uh there's cruise liners. They 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 cruise around, and so when you see them coming up, one thing you know is. That motherfucker is bigger than me. Yeah, and, but the you law s- of gross tonnage. <laughs> yeah, which is not a real rule. The road, not a real. It's rule, a good rule, but it's a good rule of thumb. <laughs> it's a good rule. Yeah. But still, like you, when you see one of these big things, you're just like, you know what? That guy's in charge. I'm gonna go around. But but beyond that, you can pretty much depend on yeah their 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 direction. As long as they stay true to their direction, you know that like okay, if I just kind of tweak it slightly, yeah. We'll never have an interaction. And they're usually in a, um, especially when you see them, in, if you're in a sailboat, you're seeing them as they're pulling in out of port. They're probably in a narrow channel. Yeah. They, they can't. They're, they're, oh, yeah. They could be constrained by draft. They, they may not be I able to. I didn't even think to. about it that way. You're right. Yeah. yeah. They may they may only have one choice. Um, that's actually how some of these collisions happen. I can see but that. But the, the rules are in place, and they're good rules. And and so the two ships here, the Chancellorsville and the Udaloy, um, it it's interesting because it comes down to a rules of the road problem. Were they, was this situation overtaking or crossing? And remember I asked you about whether or not you think that the Udaloy was 
more or less than 22 and a half degrees abaft her beam. So, yeah, it was... depending on the picture, I mean, it's in one picture, it's clear. She's like 45 degrees abaft yeah. or behind her beam, behind her her per- her perpendicular. Yeah, right? I never I never really asked you what that what that meant. Why you were asking me that? Because like, yeah, yeah. I, I had it pegged about forty five, and it probably was. But you're assuming based on those wakes that they were going the same speed, and that it developed like that. It's pretty easy, depending on the relative speeds. If you rewind thirty minutes ago, that she could have been less than twenty two and a half degrees. So she could have been more on her beam. So if you're if you, it depends. You don't know. I mean, I'm, looking at this wake in this one photo, I mean, you can see it's not even like a diagonal. It's, it's an it's yeah. a very shallow S curve. But if you, yes, so it's probably that she was more behind her, which makes it overtaking. When you're overtaking another ship, mm-hmm. then you've got to stay out of her way. Okay. The, the vessel being overtaken is the stand-on vessel. It's the Chancellorsville in this case. Her so job is, is to what, stand on. Her job is her job is to maintain course and speed. So the, is that what the 22 degrees means? The 22 and a half degrees is the separation point. So more than 22 and a half degrees like behind me. Okay. Okay. So that means I'm being overtaken. And so this guy's running up on me at 30 plus knots. All right. It's his job to stay out of my way. So okay. he can go. He can do that. He can overtake me. Um, preferably not at 50 feet. Right. All right. Right. But there's also no, there's no law against that. Um, you're just being a jerk. Yeah. Okay. 22 is pretty tight. So if you take take your on, on the beam is zero, yeah. and then you start going back twenty two and a half. It's not very. That's not a big angle. That's very right tight because angle. that. So that means that if you're in front of that, like I say, I look over on my um, starboard beam, okay, and my perpendicular, and I say a ship coming at me. Now we got what you call a crossing situation. Okay. All right. Now it changes, and whoever is the stand-on vessel depends on what side, what what running light you see. You know, you got red and green uh, running lights. So in this situation, had it been a crossing situation, then the Udaloy would have been the stand-on vessel. Okay. And the Chancellorsville would have been the one whose job it was to get out of the way. Okay. So if you you could you could flip the perspective, like let's say you had a camera on the Udaloy, and she's filming the Chancellorsville. Go rewind thirty minutes. Okay. It could have looked a heck of a lot like the Chancellorsville was cutting off the Udaloy. Nah. And. Okay. And I'm I'm speculating here. No, it's fine. It's fine. Devil's so advocate. It's 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 possible. Now that's why I want to see a track history. I yeah. want to see how this all laid up played out. But just based on what we have, and this is the advantage of having the video, having yeah. the pictures from our perspective, because it looks like the the Udaloy was in the wrong. It, but you don't you 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 also don't get to change the situation at the last second. So it, once it's established as a crossing situation or an overtaking. It stays that way. Well, that's the thing that's getting me, too, about... Uh, I, I just pulled up. I don't have the one with the angles, but this is, I think, after we pumped the brakes. And so, like, you know, obviously, I have no idea what happened 30 minutes prior or or, yeah. or beyond that. But, like, every... The picture you showed me before, the, the pictures I see now in the video, it sure as shit looks like there's one ship out here that's kind of driving a straight line, and there's another one... That is swerving around, sun tanning on the deck and yeah. acting like a fucking yeah. asshole. Yeah, and 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 by the way, I should I should be fair. Um, on Facebook and Twitter, I was uh, lambasted for my comment that is this that could like have been being a, lambasted. Or? Is that the same? I don't know. But don't how do you know. pronounce it? I I think the I was, way I pronounce I was, it the way um, I did, but I might be wrong. Uh, slammed, trashed, um, f- 
flame sprayed. Mm. I feel like um, you deserve all of these. Yeah, purely because of Willie. People were not happy with me suggesting that this it was possibly a crossing situation, because then that would have changed who you know it would change the whole thing. And yeah, I mean, I am obviously I'm on the internet. I'm being contrary and yeah. snarky and sarcastic, but I genuinely wanted to know. I mean, it just it was. Po- it's, I was only saying it's possible that this could have been. A crossing situation and the reason i bring it up is because if we want to have this solid narrative about the, the russians being assholes mm-hmm. then we better make sure that we're on the right side of the international norm well i do agree with that you know what i'm saying just look so, at the wake though I mean, yeah no no I, I'm, I'm with you i'm not i'm not saying that it definitely that well, we, we were in the wrong when the thing is just the curvature of it is what really gets me because you know you talk about angles and all that and like when you when you're talking about like the different angles of these ships you know you assume straight lines and you know kind of Angles, you know? Yeah. But the the Russian ship seems like it's going around the perimeter of it. Like, the wake line is not these straight lines. It's this curved thing where it's just like, once you start getting into curved lines, like, how can anyone assume a crossing where it's like, what are they doing? It's like, well, they're kind of slowly turning uh, port side for a long period of time. It's like... Well, and uh, her her wake is also a lot wider, um, which indicates she was going faster. Yeah, so. yeah. There's that because yeah, you look at too, and once again, this is the image I'm looking she, at at the moment is after we've already slowed down. Yeah. But it's just like you have this frame, right? And like the U.S. wake is tight; it's behind the ship; it's going straight. And then like the Russian wake, yeah, you're right; it's super wide. And it, you gotta get to the upper left part of the photo where it starts curving in, and it mm-hmm. comes a long damn way. Yeah, like these guys were hauling balls, and they were just trying to be dicks. It looks like they made an approach. On the chances to be a yeah. dick, and then and then to have the guys sunbathing, it just it just, it's it's uh, it, it's it paints a whole picture, you know. It, it it yeah, it does, and it's helpful for me. I I feel less like sinking the ship because they're sunbathing because it does feel like it was just one of those things where they were mooning us, you know, like hey, fuck yeah. you, America. But let's I mean let's not forget they were probably doing some intelligence collection at the same time. Yeah, you I, know, I mean they're not they're not idiots. Hope. I hope but I would hope that we would too, right? I you mean, know, we did with we the video, videos. and yeah. then whatever other capabilities we have, I'm sure we were. Um, Ooh, we should be concerned about stingrays and, and such things. Stingrays, uh, you know, like false cell tower kind of stuff. I mean, maybe yeah. not an actual cell tower itself, but something like that, where it sends out a false broadcast uh, to collect stuff. Like that would be absolutely. That's what I would do. There's all kinds of, uh, you know, there's a there's a concept called electromagnetic maneuver warfare, and it's about it's about that. It's about um, Changing your your frequencies that you use to uh, not let yourself be jammed, but then it goes beyond that about deception, about yeah. um, you know hacking into enemy um, signals. And well, because if like you that. if you could cause enough disruption uh, to kind of force one's hand uh, to force the opposition's hand to to you know get on the radio, get on whatever systems there are, and you already know what systems one uses. I mean. Uh, Stingray is a simplistic thing. It's it's something cops use, you know, to uh, to feign and then hackers too to feign a cell phone tower. Do you have to get close for that. Well, you got to get yeah, you got to get within a certain amount of range yeah. to to make it work. And so like you you feign a cell tower mm-hmm. and and cell phones in the area will connect to it. So you can collect all the voice, you can collect all the data, you can collect all the text. It's totally unencrypted. Mo- most even encrypted stuff. It I take that back. Most stuff's just not encrypted unless you use Signal. Use Signal, everybody. Signal's wonderful. Um, or WhatsApp, I guess, is fine, too. Hey, no free endorsements. Hey, fuck that. Signal's <laughs> wonderful. Um, but, uh, but you know, that that would be something. Like, if you had a couple of, like, really high-powered stingrays focused on certain frequencies and all that, you really could collect some stuff by by 
by bumping like that. And well, by let's Sun- not yeah, let's not forget they're they are Russians led by a man named Vladimir Putin. Yeah, they're serious. not idiots. KGB for life. I mean, seriously, they, there's. Yeah. Let's think about why they might have done this. They may they may have had a reason. We don't know. But I'm, I'm back to saying sink them. This is I, it's a whirlwind. <laughs> okay, we've like, come full circle. Now so. that we're, now that we're back to KGB, we didn't even life. get into the whole hostile intent and what you can do and not do. But hey, it's it's tough. Look, it's up to the commanding officer, and they're going to question you no matter what you do. So if you don't fire, and then they, there's a collision, or they fire on you, then you're going to be held accountable. And if you do fire on them, or maybe you fire a warning shot, mm. and then that all kinds of things can go wrong. But you got to. I mean, you're not out of all totally. Um, wrong by suggesting that we, we might, you know, fire a shot across her bow. Well, and, and so and I know we need to wrap up here, but one more question, because you were talking about the proximity, the limitations that we could fire the guns or whatnot, but it wouldn't sink them. So nowadays with the kind of the warfare that we we do, obviously most of the times we're aiming for land from sea and, and taking out... Yeah, these important. days, but we, we lost... Yeah, I mean, there's a whole aspect of naval warfare that we haven't done in a long time. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Ship so, like, if we're if we're bumping and grinding with a, with a ship next to us, I mean, can we not sink it? Now I got R. Kelly in my head. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, can we... But, I mean, we don't have... I, I know we don't have cannons, obviously, but we don't have, like, a... I mean, I assume we've got something bigger than a 50 millimeter on there that we can shoot to something that's close um, by. She has a 5-inch. She has two... The, the Chancellorsville has two 5-inch guns. Which are not anything compared to the battleships of days gone by. Yeah. Like the ones you see in the museums so, with fucking... So we'd have to hit it a lot to 21 sink 21-inch guns. Yeah. But, um, a 5-inch gun will do some damage, especially at that range. It'll what? do some significant damage. But Could we sink it? Could we sink it? No. So... Yeah, we, 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 are, we've, we divested ourselves of surface warfare. We don't have one goddamn gun on there that can sink a ship right next to us? No. Oh my god! Yeah, sorry to disappoint you. I am. Um, I, I've never. Been I mean, so I don't know. It, give, give us half an hour of a constant barrage, and maybe she sinks. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to go. I'm on not saying say one shot, one kill. The, the five inch gun is. It's just. It's not designed to sink enemy warships, and I don't. I don't know. I'm not even going to try to guess how many rounds it would take to sink an Udaloy with a five inch with two five inch guns. Um, it's just not the purpose. I mean, but I feel like it would we do some. Have... It would fuck it up. I feel like we should have one cannon. You can keep it in a closet. It doesn't have to be an actual cannon. Like, a ra- like there's the rail gun. Whatever it takes. Yeah. But just something. We wheel it out of the closet and we just go, okay, it, they're really close now. Let's fire that thing. The Chinese have that. See? <laughs> See? See? <laughs> they might. We're not sure. But there's a picture of it. And it's a rail gun. Is, you know what it, the concept of a rail gun? Tell me. Um, it, fire, it fires a, a super, super fast round uh by going uh, using electric charge that shoots it off of a rail at uh fucking supersonic speeds okay that's what the and, video games made it look like <laughs> yeah i mean that's essentially it it goes a long damn way it goes so long it has to account for the curvature of the earth Whoa. um you know it, it can do a lot of crazy shit it's just it's a it's a science project at this point it's not on our ships yet the chinese claim to have installed one on one of their ships we need them if um, the chinese have them we need them we're not done investing in it. We're, we're looking to see if we can field it. Um, that's the kind of gun that could probably sink a ship. Fuck yeah. Um, I mean, there's no... I mean, I cannot... We could we could go... We could do a whole lot on the railgun. I'm just saying, like, I don't see the point of having a naval fleet if we can't sh- sink a, a, the other naval fleet. Uh, Frank, amen. Th- this is this is what my, I've been saying for a long time and many others. And I'm, I'm very proud right now that you said that. I didn't have to say it. So, I mean, this is... <laughs> This is great. You are welcome, you are, Jenny. You just—I'm going to sign uh, some of your um, line items on your PQS for um, 
for being a swole. And I don't know any of those things, but yeah. I'm going to put buttons on my shirt and be yeah. fancy. You, you, you just got one step closer, my friend. So, yes, we, we do need to be prepared to sink enemy fleets. Be prepared. And, um, we have, we have, so, okay, we're getting uh, – this is, this is going to be a whole topic for our next, our next podcast. Okay. On, on how, how, um, how to sink enemy fleets. Okay, so I want to wrap some things up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, the, the CIA missile. I want oh, to just the... read this headline that I mentioned. Um, the CIA designed a missile. Justin Osborne did. Go the ahead. Sci- the CIA designed a secret missile that's basically a meteor filled with swords. Holy fuck. Yeah, read about it. It's awesome. Um, a meteor filled with swords. Yeah, so there's the concept would be that, that there's zero collateral damage. So you want to take out one dude in a very specific spot. Hit him with a meteor filled with swords. Yeah. Hit him with this thing. And... Um, it's a 100-pound flying switchblade. So, anyway, I wanted to uh, wrap that up. So, let's talk about um, what? Let's talk about what some, some things we got coming up. I got an, um, an article coming out on Monday with uh, retired Captain John Cordell. Uh, we riffed on uh, the, the legal process in the, uh, in the wake of the uh, McCain and the Fitzgerald collision. So, not done talking about that yet. Um, Wait, is it? It's not coming out. Wait, what? What did I already see? Is this? What did you? You did a collaborative one with. Uh, I did one with um, uh, retired Captain John Byron. Oh, that was on, it. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that was in proceedings. It was in the it, magazine. It was proceedings. proceedings yeah. yeah. Uh, this is going to be on the blog, and uh, he and I talk about what we can learn as a Navy from the the legal kind of clusterfuck, yep. so to speak, of the um, the Fitzgerald court martial and and some of the other things that that went along with that. Okay, um, I look forward to that. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, I wonder if he wants to chitty chat on the on the radio yeah, program. Yeah, he might. That might that might be cool. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm start. I think we're gonna start doing like a voices from the fleet column and on the website because oh. we've got some reader submissions. Oh, do we? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, so, I, I've been looking forward to this. Uh, so that that'll be um, you know some ones that uh, people aren't aren't quite ready to uh, put under their own name, and maybe I'm maybe I'm supportive enough to to share their thoughts but uh not gonna you know be not make it my own well of course it's not something that we endorse and 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 quite frankly like i think well both of us agree that uh the the best way when you're shining light on something is to show the source and you know when you say this is me like you know jimmy is salty like he said who he was uh but we know it's a big step and some people need some encouragement see maybe how much support their ideas get before they're willing to step into the light and i think that you know anybody that we published from the fleet. We would encourage you to step into the light as soon as possible. Yeah, but, so but you, we're not going to out you. You can always reach out to us, uh, TSM at uh, saltyherald dot com. Um, you know, hit us up on the website, and you know, it, it, yeah, we we will look at what you got. And um, for the most part, I'm supportive. I wanna I wanna put your thoughts out there. Um, we're gonna have to abide by some some boundaries, of course. Know, but don't be scared. There's nothing to worry about. So yeah, no no. No, no, uh, nobody's gonna come take away your birthday. So <laughs> maybe. Um, okay. What else do we have? Um, that that might be it for this week. I mean, uh, go on, subscribe, uh, yeah. like, definitely like five stars. If you're gonna do less than five stars, you're obviously a communist working for the Soviets. Uh, so five stars, review, share it with other people, and uh, we're on iHeart. Uh, finally, like they're the slowest people on the planet, but we're iHeartRadio, which they're billing as the home of podcasts, and I think they're overselling it. But we're there now. All right. And I'm going to throw a link on the website. 
So, um, wrap it up this week. Um, how about this? In Soviet Russia, salt keeps you. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the best I got. No, I like it. <laughs>